This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, Overcast in 73 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 5th of September, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll have these mostly cloudy skies with us for a little while this morning because we've got a slight chance of rain popping up by mid-morning. Gradually, we'll see sunshine this afternoon and Mother Nature bringing the heat. High of 94, heat index of 104 today. Clouds increase overnight, our low 74, Wednesday 40% chance of rain in the afternoon. Hopefully it doesn't literally rain on our parade as we've got the Conway County Fair Parade coming up tomorrow afternoon. Sunny and another hot day Wednesday, a high of 97, heat index of 108. Wednesday nights, low 69 under clear skies. Thursday, slight chance of showers through midday, then sunny and 92. Friday, a little break in the temperatures. Sunshine, a high of 87. We've got a slight chance of rain. And Saturday, we wrap up the fair week with sunny skies and a high of 88. Right now, overcast in 73 at the KVOM studios, let's congratulate our employee of the day. It's Misty Ashlock with the Wonderview School District. One obituary announcement to pass along this morning. Carolyn Paulette Burke, age 83 of Houston, died on Saturday, September 2nd. She was a retired certified nursing assistant. Survivors include her husband, Russell Burke of Houston, three sons, Michael Burke of Houston, Russell Burke Jr. of Conway, and Joseph Burke of Maine, one daughter, Carolyn Holcomb of Conway, one brother, one sister, two grandchildren, and two step-grandchildren. Funeral service for Carolyn Paulette Burke will be Wednesday, September 6, 10 a.m. at the Harris Funeral Home Chapel with burial at Edlin Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 8 at the funeral home. Now 7.33. Let's turn to news this morning. The Perry County Sheriff's Office says it is now investigating the missing person case of Andrew DeWeese as a homicide. According to the Sheriff's Office, new evidence and information has led authorities to investigate the case as a homicide. The office announced last week that investigator Joe Oberly was working with Arkansas State Police on the case after credible information was brought to light in the past month. DeWeese, who is originally from Perryville, was reported missing from Crawford County in September of 2020. The Sheriff's Office says it has reason to believe that DeWeese was in Perry County with multiple individuals at the time of his disappearance. The Perry County Sheriff's Office is asking anyone with information in the case to contact Investigator Oberly at 501-889-3309. They say a cash reward is being offered for credible information. A Sunday afternoon accident in rural Pope County was fatal to a Russellville man. According to the preliminary report from Arkansas State Police, 20-year-old Ryan Massey died after the Dodge Charger he was driving westbound on Highway 64 near Highway 333 attempted to turn south in front of an eastbound vehicle, which impacted the side portion of Massey's vehicle. After sharp declines for several months, local unemployment rates increased for a second consecutive month in July. According to labor force data released by the Arkansas Division of Workforce Services, the jobless rate for Conway County increased three-tenths of a percentage point, from 3.5% in June to 3.8% in July. The rate for Perry County increased from 3.2% in June to 3.4% in July. The rate for both counties is higher than the state unemployment rate, which remained stable at 2.6% in July. The United States jobless rate declined one-tenth of a percentage point from 3.6% in June to 3.5% in July. 735, 
Overcast and 73 at the KVOM studios. We've got a slight chance of rain mid-morning, then hot this afternoon. Sunny and 94, heat index of 104. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Welcome home to hometown banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Loans done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, overcast in 73 at the KVOM studios. The ban that was placed on the Menifee Police Department last year that restricted its officers from issuing speeding tickets on Highway 64 within the Menifee city limits has been lifted. The year-long restriction was put in place last August by 15th Judicial District Prosecutor Tom Tatum. The sanction came as a result of a 2019 audit that revealed the Menifee Police Department violated state statutes in regards to the Arkansas speed trap law. At the time, that law stated that a municipality cannot receive more than 30% of its revenue from speeding tickets issued for driving 10 miles per hour or less over the posted speed limit. Thanks in part to efforts by Menifee officials, State Representative Rick Beck says that law was changed this year. What the new law does is it takes into consideration this. It still holds all the requirements that the original law had, but if there are penalties that were imposed by the court, that doesn't go against the city as far as the speed trap law is concerned. So what the bill actually does is it says, Okay, we're not going to take those penalties in there. We're just going to make sure there's not a speed trap. They're not being a speed trap. We're going to make make sure that they don't get penalized for fees and penalties that really they had no control over. Tatum said Menifee officials have been cooperative throughout the process, and he believes the issues that brought about the sanction will not happen again. The 2023 Conway County Fair gets underway today at the fairgrounds in Moralton. The fair's Kevin Van Pelt says the only activities scheduled today are the poultry check-in this morning and the horse show starting at 6 p.m. That kicks off a full week of activities in the livestock barn. And that'll be kind of the start of everything. And then uh, Wednesday morning, they start with the poultry show and and rabbit show. And at the same time, uh, all the the, uh, other livestock will start coming in. And then um, they do the weigh-ins for the for the hogs and the, the meat market animals at, at noon on Wednesday, uh, Thursday evening, Thursday afternoon and evening will be the, you know, the beef and hog shows. There'll be shows going on, livestock shows going on all through the week. The Midway will be open Wednesday for the first of four nights and the parade will be held Wednesday at five in downtown Moralton. If you'd like to participate, you can still register by calling Hope Millsap at 501-208-2648. This year's theme is There's Magic in the Air at the Conway County Fair. For more information about the county fair, including a complete schedule of events, you can visit conwaycountyfair.com. The Arkansas Single Parent Scholarship Fund is currently accepting scholarship applications for the spring 2024 semester. Applications are available online at aspsf.org apply now, and the deadline is October 15th. 
Single parents enrolled at trade schools, community colleges, and universities can receive up to $1,600 next spring to help pay for expenses that get in the way of their education. To apply for a spring 2024 scholarship, single parents must have a GED or high school diploma, a 2.0 GPA in past courses, and a household income typically not more than 250% of federal poverty guidelines. For more information about the Arkansas Single Parent Scholarship Fund, which has awarded more than $50 million in scholarships across the state to single parents since 1990, you can contact Jen Para at jpara at aspsf.org or call 479-318-2885. Some reminders from our community calendar. A burn ban continues in Perry County until further notice. Registration for Moralton Parks and Recreation's Youth Volleyball League for grades 3 through 6 has been extended through today. It's $50 per child and may be completed at the Moralton Community Center. The UACCM Board of Visitors will meet today at noon in the Gallery of the Fine Arts Auditorium. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Auxiliary Volunteers will meet Wednesday morning at 9 at the hospital. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting for Richter Electric Thursday morning at 10 at the Chamber's back parking lot. Main Street Moralton's next first Thursday in Farmer's Market will be held this Thursday in downtown Moralton. Participating businesses will remain open from 4 to 7 p.m. with special promotions for customers. The Farmer's Market will be open 4 to 7 in the city parking lot of the 100th block of Commerce Street in the Broadway Pocket Park. The Mercy Chillers will perform a live acoustic set 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. in the Pocket Park. And Jefferson's Mobile Grilling Food Truck and Moose Scoop's Ice Cream Cart will be set up. And the Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7. Well, we hope by now you've taken time to download the all-new EAB Media app. That replaces the KVOM app. And it actually will give you access to all of EA Media's radio stations, their newspaper, and other facilities across the state. It's your favorite EAB radio station, high school sports audio, video streams, podcasts, all in one place. The new EAB Media app. It's also one of the places where you can listen to the podcast of this Newswatch. It's published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 741, overcast in 73 at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler is up next with sports and weather as KVOM's morning Newswatch continues. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswatch with sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Sophomore quarterback Maddox Berry tied a school record with five touchdown passes. And the Marlton High School football team clobbered at Clarksville 35-7 on Friday night at Devil Dog Stadium. Berry completed 19 of 30 pass attempts for 234 yards, throwing two touchdown passes to junior Andrew Roden, two to sophomore Marcus Sandig, and one to sophomore Dante Cox as the Devil Dogs built a 35-0 lead to invoke the sportsmanship rule early in the third quarter. The five touchdown passes in a single game ties the record shared by Mark Kelly and Kobe Criswell, who did it twice. Barry's second touchdown pass to Sandig, a 26-yard strike with 255 left in the first half, was the Dixon 
Family Dental, Big Smile play of the game. Barry rolls to his left, looks deep, has Sandig, and he makes the kick. Falls into the end zone for the Devil Dog touchdown. Barry's big night earned him recognition as the Colton's offensive player of the game. Cox caught eight passes for 104 yards and was named the Conway County Farm Bureau insurance player you can depend on. Freshman Kent McNabb had six receptions for 67 yards. Sophomore Keaton Robinson and junior Raylan Thomas each had 71 yards rushing as the Devil Dogs outgained the Panthers 391 to 113 in total yards. Sophomore Landon Boyer had five tackles and two pass breakups and was named the Colton's defensive player of the game. Seniors Hayes Buckley and Hunter White each had a team-high six tackles. And seniors Peyton Havner and Brian Pias each had a fumble recovery for the Devil Dogs. We're now 1-1 one one on the season, heading into this Friday's 5-8 Central Conference opener against Bologna. The Eagles were grounded by Greenbrier 39-6 on Friday. In games involving other 5A Central teams from Friday night, Joe T. Robinson flattened Forest City 30-8. Maumel battered Batesville 41-27. B.B. Newport 42-8. Mills roasted Rivercrest 59-34. Whitehall was whipped by Warren 34-27. Pine Bluff licked Little Rock Central 45-13, and Watson Chapel was massacred by McGee 38-22. Perryville dropped its first game of the season Friday night following the Central Arkansas Christian 40-6. Mustangs are now 1-1. Biglow improved its record to 2-0 with a 49-24 win over England on Friday night. Perryville will host Biglow this Friday in the Battle of Perry County. In games involving other area teams Friday night, Atkins was down by Dover 26-16. Quitman handled Hector 42-28. Pottsville defeated Dardanelle 27-13. Russellville was hammered by Hot Springs Lakeside 36-31. Two Rivers was pounded by Palestine Wheatley 43-0. Danville was matched by Mountainburg 26-20. Conway beat Bentonville 42-39. Conway Christian blasted Baptist Prep 48-7. Mayflower Grub grew Central 34-8. And Clinton hammered Heber Springs 42-29. Marlton Jacoby Criswell saw his first action as a Razorback on Saturday, completing both of his pass attempts, including one for a touchdown, as Arkansas opened its season with a 56-13 win over Western Carolina on Saturday in Little Rock. The Hogs will host Kent State this Saturday in Fayetteville. Another college action from Saturday, Arkansas State was obliterated by Oklahoma 73-0, and Central Arkansas lost to Oklahoma State 27-13. In local action scheduled today, the Marlton High School golf team plays an 18-hole match against Clinton at Mountain Rank Golf Club starting at 1 p.m. MHS tennis team plays host to Maumel at 3 p.m. The 7th grade football team hosts Pottsville at 5.30. And Sega Hearts tennis team plays at West Sagres Ferry at 4 o'clock. The St. Louis Cardinals are back in action tonight as they start a nine-game road trip with the game at Atlanta at 6.20 p.m. Pre-game coverage starts at 5.25 on 99.3 FM, the Eagle. The Arkansas Travelers start their final homestand of the regular season tonight with the first of six games against Amarillo. First pick from Dickey Stevens Park is scheduled for 6.35 p.m. And our weather forecast. We have humidity currently at 100% with south winds at 8 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.92 inches. Our low temperature this morning 71 degrees high yesterday was 96 a year ago today the low was 69 the high was 88 and actually received two 100s inches of rain uh, at the cave studios over the weekend 
bumps our total slightly up for the year to 40.72 inches. Sunset this evening is 7.34. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.47. And we do have a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this morning um, between like 9 and 11 a.m. Otherwise, gradually becoming sunny with an afternoon high near 94 degrees. Heat index up around 104. Then increasing clouds tonight, low around 74 degrees. Tomorrow, we kick off Conley County Fair with a parade in the afternoon. We'll have a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms for the afternoon. A high near 97 Heat index up around 108. Then we'll drop down a little bit, 92 for the high on Thursday, 30% chance of showers, and then uh, rain chances, at least small rain chances, continuing on into the weekend. Highs in the upper 80s Friday and Saturday. Right now we've got overcast conditions and 75 degrees in Marlton at 7. 48 on KVOM. Newswatch on this Tuesday morning continues in just a moment. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning Newswatch, the podcast edition.